the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... on the ballpark as always i'm your host patrick moran alongside brandon cuttingham today we are continuing our team series we are actually in the home stretch now um we are talking about chicago cubs um cubs i mean i don't know they're kind of in the middle a little bit um you know there's some things that work with the team but other things that don't work um but we will get you all covered on the chicago cubs in this episode today we'll give you all you need to know about team from the north side of Chicago. But before we do that, make sure you follow us on your platform, wherever you listen to us, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, you know, leave a rating or a review if you can. If your app offers that, greatly appreciated. We love the support. Make sure to download the episode. That makes sure, you know, that helps us know, you know, what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. So make sure to do all those things. And check out the merchandise. We've got some pretty cool merchandise. We've got the hoodies out. Brendan and I both have one, and Brendan, you can confirm that it's pretty awesome, right? Yeah, I definitely saw good quality. I recommend getting one. They're really good sweatshirts. I wear mine all the time. Yeah, I mean, I've worn mine a few times. It's really nice, and it's definitely a good pickup. You got it at a bargain price. Um, so make sure to check out the merchandise, which will be linked in the description of this episode, as always. But let's get into talking about the Chicago Cubs, and uh, Brendan, start us off. Starting off the catcher position, we have Jan Gomes. Um, you know, Wilson Contreras, long-time catcher with the Cubs. He's been here a few years, or actually, not, I should say a few, um, more than that. But he's gone now to the Cardinals division rival. Uh, so now they have Jan Gomes, who's really 35 years old. He's, you know, come out to the end of his career, and he's, he's still, he's okay. Uh, but I feel like he should really be starting. Uh, in 2022, he had 227 at bats with 235 average, eight home runs, 31 RBIs, two stolen bases, and OPS 625. Um, okay for a catcher. Uh, to get a little older, though, so who knows if those stats will, you know, continue to be this high um, going in 2023 season. So that can definitely be a worry. Um, that can definitely, you know, catcher can be an improvement for them. Hopefully, they may trade, they can get someone else better because Jan Gomes, if you want to be competitive, shouldn't be starting. 
Now move on to the first base position. Originally, we had down another guy, but uh, he's gone and, uh, you know, got a new face in here. Eric Hosmer. Brendan, of course, knows a little bit about Eric Hosmer. He played with the Red Sox down the stretch um, after getting traded there from the Padres. But then they DFA'd him and he was released. He was a free agent. Now he's with the Cubs. Uh, in 2022, 380 at bats, 268 average, eight homers, 44 RBIs, no stolen bases, and a 716 OPS. Uh, Eric Hosmer, I mean, he's good. He's serviceable, I think, at this point in his career. Um, but he also has another issue where he can't really hit the ball in the air. If he did, um, yeah, it'd be a very, it'd be a lot better for his game. But that's not really something he tends to do. He kind of beats the ball into the ground a little bit, so that's kind of why the numbers are a little bit down. Um, but yeah, he's he's an okay player, and of course, I can never forgive him what he for what he did to the Orioles in 2014 when he was in the Royals, and you know he beat us in the ALCS. But you know he's a, he's a good player. He's fine, um, and it was kind of just a solid addition for the Cubs. Now at second base, we have a nice young player. We have Nico Horner. Nico Horner, um, after you know sh- struggling a little bit major league level, really showed in a f- almost full season that he could play. Um, in 2022, in 481 at bats, he had 281 average, 10 home runs, 55 RBIs, 20 stolen bases, OPS 737. Really good improvement to Nico Horner. He's a great fielder. Um, and he's 25 years old, so he's young. And 20 stolen bases, we show the speed, averages up. Uh, if you get that higher and more home runs, that could be a big improvement for his game. And he could definitely be real nice for the Cubs because he's a nice young player. Um, I think a lot of these would like to have him because. Wow, he's talented. He's a bright spot for the Cubs. Now we move on to the shortstop position here. Uh, this is a very exciting player who was just acquired um, this free agency. Dansby Swanson, very big acquisition. One of the big four shortstops on the free agent market. Um, not anymore because all four of them have officially signed. Uh, but Dansby Swanson is a very, very good player for our number one overall pick. Um, by the Arizona Diamondbacks out of Vanderbilt. Um, 640 at bats in 2022, 277 average, 25 homers, 96 RBIs, 18 stolen bases, 776 OPS, as well as gold glove defense over at shortstops. This is a massive pickup for the Chicago Cubs. This is great for them. You know, they finally have a great, great shortstop. Uh, obviously, they moved on from Javi Baez in 2021 when they traded him to the Mets. Uh, but having buys them play out well for the Tigers this year in 2020, last year in 2022. So uh, this is a great pickup, but there also is some risk, I would like to note. So this is really the only time that, you know, Dansby Swanson has truly broken out like this. Obviously, he had a great year in 2021. Um, but, you know, this was like kind of a better season overall for him. Um, so we'll see what how he does moving forward. But I think this is a great pickup for the Cubs and. I think there's a lot of upside here in Dansby Swanson. Yeah, another nice player they have at third place. Third, sorry, third base is Patrick Wisdom. Um, who had another really nice season after coming off top 2021. Um, in 469 at-bats, he had a 207 average, 25 home runs, 66 RBIs, 8 stolen bases, and OPS 724. Um, great stat line for him. Maybe the average go up a little bit. That'd be uh, good for him. But still, really nice season for him. He's a great piece to have. Thirty years old. He's a little older. Probably his prime right now. But um, he's still a really nice player. 
no, this is really not for them. You know, you can see the Cubs make a run or something because these this guy's reason. He's a really good player. I'm uh, surprised they didn't trade him last uh, trade deadline. I thought they weren't going to, uh, but they held on to him. And, you know, it could work it out because his team isn't looking that bad with him in the lineup. Now I move on to the left field position. A guy that we all thought was going to get traded trade deadline. Uh, Ian Happ. Ian Happ is very, very good switch hitter. Um, and he's really underrated guy as well for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, and 573 at bats in 2022. 271 average, 17 homers, 72 RBIs, 9 stolen bases with a 782 OPS. I believe he also made the All Star team in 2022, which is pretty awesome for him in terms of his um, career. And that's a great milestone to reach. Um, but, you know, he's just a great player, and I like him a lot. Uh, I think a lot of people start, you know, need to appreciate Ian Happ because uh, he really is a great player for the Cubs, and he's part of a pretty solid offense right now for them. Now, in the center field, just acquired in this offseason. Former MVP, we have Cody Bellinger. Um, Cody Bellinger, you know, we all know the story. Cody Bellinger came out when he came to the majors. He was really, really good. Won the MVP in 2019, but then fell off a cliff. Um, he was not good in 2021, but in 2022, I feel like he showed some signs of improvement. Still not great, um, but better than it was before. In 504 at-bats, he had a 210 average. 19 home runs, 68 RBIs, 14 stolen bases, and OPS 654. Um, it's not great, but it's not terrible. I feel like it's he still plays good defense. That's why he's on a team. So I feel like he still brings some value to the team. Um, he's definitely not going to probably win MVP, but I feel like he's 27 years old. He's still young, relatively not getting his prime now. So I feel like he can keep on making these steps forward. He can, you know, maybe get back not to MVP, but still like maybe all-star all-star is best. He could get back to, um, I still, there is still, still some hope for Cody Bellinger to get back there. And definitely a make or break season for him, uh, in Chicago. And now we got the right fielder acquired from Japan last off season. Uh, it was a big Japanese sensation of last off season. Say it's Suzuki, um, 397 at bats. He has a 262 average, 14 homers, 46 RBIs, 9 stolen base, and a 769 OPS. I think it's pretty good from Say Suzuki. Uh, obviously, he kind of has to transition over from Japanese baseball because obviously, Major League Baseball is a bit of a tougher task uh, than Japanese baseball. Nothing against Japanese baseball, but pitchers don't really throw as hard over there. So there is adjustment period from any hitter coming over from Japan. Um, but Say Suzuki is really, really good. I think he was kind of able to ease in there with the Chicago Cubs, and I expect him to have an even better season in 2023. I think I think a lot of the signs are pointing in the right direction for him, and I think he's going to be a really solid outfielder for them next season. And definitely, I have a DH of Christopher Morell, the rookie last year, had a real nice season. Um, at 379 at bats, he had 235 average, 16 home run, 47 RBIs, and 10 total bases, and opening 741. Like I said, he was a rookie, only 23 years old, going to his second season in 2023. So, and he has looked great. I mean, great for rookie season. All those stats are, you know, really good for a rookie. I think he's a real nice player for the Cubs to have. Um, he, he's usually kind of field there, but we put him in DH because we feel like everyone else has their spots. Um, but yeah, he's a really good player, really like young talent for the Cubs. 
Um, as time goes on, he can get better. May take another stride forward this season. Uh, you know, maybe gets 50 average, 30, 25 home runs would be a nice, you know, step forward for him because he's a real, really good, talented player. Now we move on to the starting pitching side of things. We've got Marcus Stroman, uh, the Stro Show, as he's called sometimes. Um, he had a, a really nice season with the Mets in 2021. And then got a nice uh, payday by the Cubs in 2020 in the offseason. And uh, he, he's pretty decent in 2022. 25 games, 6-7 and seven record, 3.50 ERA. 138 two-thirds innings pitched, 119 strikeouts, 1.15 whip. I think Marcus Stroman may be not an ace, you know, but, um, you know, maybe like a mid to back of the end of the rotation starter more likely. But he's still a very productive pitcher and, I think 2021 was a great season for him, as I mentioned. So I think there's a lot going for him moving forward. He has a very good track record. He's a very solid pitcher. And I think he's just going to be a productive arm for this Cubs team in 2023. Definitely. Now we move on to the number two. We have Jameson Tyon. Also acquired an offseason. He was recently with the New York Mets in 2022. And in that 2022 season, in 32 games, yeah, and he ran 3.91, 177.1 innings played, 151 strikeouts, and a whip of 1.13. Good stats, James and time. Hopefully, you can bring it over to Chicago. Um, yeah, this rotation isn't that not great. They don't have a lot of great guys, but if, if he can be good for them, they'd really appreciate it because pitching is definitely their biggest problem right now for the Cubs, and hopefully he can make it better. Now I got the number three starter, kind of a younger pitcher, but he had a – he had a nice, you know, sample of time at the end of the level. Javier Assad, player that I don't know too much about. Uh, I mean, he's 25 years old, and he showed some promising stuff uh, moving forward for the Cubs. Uh, nine games, 2-2 two and two record, 3.11 ERA, 37 and two-thirds innings pitched, and 30 strikeouts and a 1.46 whip. I don't know how many innings he's going to throw and, you know, how big his workload is going to be, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll find out. Um and he showed a lot of stuff uh, to, you know, be in this Cubs rotation. So we'll see what the Cubs do with this young arm here in Javier Assad. Now I'm on to the fourth pitcher. We have Adrian Sampson, 31-year-old. Uh, ever since he got into Chicago, he's been pitching great for them. Um, and the 2021 was no different. In, 20, in 21 games, he had an error of 3.11. 104.1 innings played, 73 strikeouts, and a 1.23. Great stats for him. Another bright spot in this rotation, surprisingly. Um, just a couple good guys. Hopefully, he can keep it up. He's getting a little older now, but still probably in his prime. Um, so, yeah, if he can just keep his stat line up, he'd be great for them and help win some games. Now we got the fifth starter here, Aiden Wesneski. Uh, he was in the Scott F. Ross trade at this year's trade deadline. Uh, came over, he's kind of an MLB fringe player, uh, again, 25 years old, just like Javier Assad, and he played pretty well with the Cubs. Uh, he made a couple, of, he made four starts out of six appearances, and Javier Assad made one relief appearance out of his number of appearances. Six games, three and two record, 2.1 AERA, three innings pitched, 33 strikeouts for Hayden Wesneski, as well as a .94 whip, which is pretty great. And obviously, this is a very small sample there's not a lot to take out of this, but I think there's a lot of positives for Hayden Wesneski, and 
this could be a nice little return here for Scott Efros, who was shipped out to the New York Yankees at this trade deadline. So, Caden Wesneski could be a good pitcher for this Cubs team. Now, on to the bullpen, starting off with a closer. The rookie, 27 year old rookie, Brandon Hughes, had a real, had a nice rookie season for a 27 year old. Um, in 57 games, he had area 3.12. 37.2 innings play, 68 strikeouts, and 1.09. Um, a great season for him. Surprised 27 year old, but a rookie. But he always played great. He's playing great for his Cubs team. A team that needs pitching. He's not one of the problems. Uh, he's been playing great and hopefully keep it up in 2023 because as, as a closer, it's a lot of pressure. So, um, and having this nice stats is really good for him and good for the organization. Now we got. You know, reliever number one here, Rowan Wick. Uh, you know, the numbers aren't as amazing as, you know, some other relievers in baseball, but you threw a lot of games for the Cubs. He's able to be a very serviceable arm. 64 games, 4-7 and seven record, 4.22 ERA, 64 innings, 69 strikeouts, and a 1.69 whip. Kind of a high whip, um, but Rowan Wick is pretty good, and uh, I think he'll be probably good moving forward. This Cubs team, and he's productive. He's going to give you innings, and he'll just kind of be a quality reliever on the radar for the Cubs in 2023. Yeah, now on to the second relief pitch. We have Michael Rucker, um, a guy that you know pitched a lot. Numbers are okay, but he was one of the guys who pitched a lot for this Cubs team in 2022. In 41 games, he had ERA 4.95. 54.2 in his play, 50 strikeouts, and 1.28. Great stats from him. Um, you know, keep it up. 20 years old, so you're in a prime right now. Uh, so that mainly means keep it up through the season. Um, that'd be great for them because he's one of their top guys in the bullpen. Um, so, yeah, if he just keeps it up, that was my second year in his um, in the major league. So that was a real nice year from him. Hopefully, like I said, keep it up. Now we move on to the prospect section here. We got Pete Crow Armstrong uh, in the Cubs organization. This kid is a 20 year old. He's six foot, 184 uh, on the weight, and then uh, bats left handed, throws left handed. He was drafted by the Mets in the first round of 2020, uh, 19th overall. He is expecting to come up in 2024. Pete Crow Armstrong was obviously in the Javi Bias trade at the 2021 trade deadline. I think the Cubs are ultimately going to win this trade because they got the longevity out of Pete Crow Armstrong. Uh, for two teams in 2022, we spent uh, hey, he spent 2022 with A and Ball, Merle Beach and South Bend. Um, overall, the numbers, 312 average, 376 on base, 520 slow, and 896 OPS. 101 games played, so good for him to stay on the field. 423 at-bats. 89 runs, 132 hits, uh, 20 of them being doubles, 10 of them being triples, 16 of them being home runs, as well as driving in 61 runs, uh, 36 walks, and 102 strikeouts, as well as 32 stolen bases. Very athletic kid. If we look at the grades here, 55 hit tool, 50 power tool. Yeah, he's not a huge power guy, but definitely brought that into his game in 2022. 60 run grade, 55 arm grade. 70 field grade. He's a great fielder. And uh, 55 overall. Pico Armstrong, I, 
I've read and about stuff is going to be the, one of the next great outfielders for this Cubs team. I think there's a lot to like about his game and has a ton of upside. Now, there is a lot of risk, but I think the talent's to the roof, and I think he's going to be really, really good for the Cubs in the future. Now I'm going to the jersey section. Uh, Cubs have four jerseys. Um, I can't remember if me has a different jersey list, but I'm going to start with mine at number four. You have the way jersey, of course. Number three is the alternate. And this is the blue one. Um, it's okay. I just feel like better options. And number two, we got City Connect, the, you know, the Wrigleyville one. Uh, the jersey's good. Hats, okay. Uh, dark blue, the light blue Wrigleyville. It looks good. But at number one, I got the home jersey. I think the pink stripes are just so iconic. Um, it's, I like any pink stripe jersey, so this is definitely not a coincidence. So, um, yeah, really good jersey from the Cubs. I give it a score out of 8 out of 10. Just a lot of iconic jerseys. Um, Cubs are an old team, and everyone knows Cubs jerseys, so these are 8 out of 10. I, I, we have the same list. I have the away jersey four, alternate uh, three, City Connect number two, and home number one. I think the home is just a classic jersey. It, you know, it's, it's the staple, and it's one of the, one of the greatest jerseys of all time. Um, and I, I think the Cubs jerseys are solid. I agree, eight out of ten. Um, you know, Cubs jerseys are very classic uh, in the way they look. So uh, I agree with everything you said, and uh, I like Cubs jerseys a lot. Um, yeah, now I'm on to the favorite player section. I uh, Nico Horner. I just think he's really nice, young, versatile player. He does everything. He's got speed. Uh, he got swings that nice. Uh, good fielder. So I just like him. Um, yeah, he's just a really nice player, young player. I, mean, I think he can grow into you know, an all star. I mean, like that'd be really good for him. For me, I want Christopher Monroe. I think he's a pretty exciting rookie um, for the Cubs. I think he's going to be a great piece moving forward. And there's a lot to be excited about with Christopher Morell as he brought on a very strong rookie season. Now I'm on the free agent section. We have Zach Greinke. Um, we said earlier this team needs some pitching. And I think Zach Greinke also bring a veteran presence to this they have a lot of young players and he can just kind of you know influence them with his knowledge because he's been pitching this in MLB for a long time um he's only one of the only few free just left there's not a lot left here um started on this uh spring trainings coming up soon so it's got him picked clean uh, so but he's still left here um, I think it'd be great to yeah, uh, like you said, I think he could bring a great veteran, veteran presence for a very young team uh, in the Chicago Cubs, and I think there is something to be valued there. Um, you know, for kind of a rebuilding team to have that good locker room guy and also brings a great, hardworking attitude. So, Jack Rankin would be a pretty good fit. But that's all we have for today. Happy New Year uh, to everyone. I believe this is one of our – this is the second episode of 2023. Um so that's great, uh, entering our third year. And, you know, I think we have, like, four teams left in the in the team series. So it's fantastic. Um, finally winding down. I'm ready to be done. And that's pretty much all I got. Brendan, any other thoughts before we uh, head out? Yeah, I'm one step closer 
finish this series, get back to some other stuff. Um, give me interesting to see. Uh, maybe probably by the we're done with the start of the season, it'll probably be almost there. Spring training will be almost there, so that'll be good to see. And um, yeah, I think I'm excited to finish this. Yeah, well said. And uh, with that, we will see you next time.